right. Welcome back. Uniquely Average Podcast, episode four. Uh, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Vinny Timonello, alongside uh, Marco Lignier and Paul Domenico. What's up? What's going on, fellas? I, uh, we have a we have a jam packed episode tonight. Uh, so so, what do you think? Should we just just dive into it? Let's get right into it. All right. First, quick show notes. Uh, we're on Instagram at Uniquely Average Media. Um, personal uh, accounts at Vinny Tuminello at Paul Domenico, and you can follow uh, us on our anchor page, which will show you all the platforms where you can find the pod as well. You know, just because I don't have an avatar picture or any pictures posted on Instagram doesn't mean I don't want you to follow me, guys. Still throw me that follow. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're you're in stealth mode. All right. I, I like it. All right, jumping in. Per our last pod. Uh, this is, it's, it's, I think it's its second time on Per Our Last Pod. It's uh, Marco's Dogecoin investment. Uh, how are we, how we doing over there, Marco? Uh, yeah, I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm no better than Paul in my, you know, my uh, recommendation. I think Dogecoin's in the dumpster. So I don't know. Where are we sitting I, at? I think it's at four cents. And I, I remember <laughs> specifically. Um, it can't go much lower. So it's, it's you might true. as well hold. You might as well hold. That's true. But when I did recommend it, I, I think it hit its high at nine cents. So I, <laughs> anyone that listened to me is shit. Yeah. They're in the dumpster. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know. I don't know if it's the, the future currency of Earth now. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. It's only been a week. Hey. That's true. Doesn't matter. We're, we're on to Mars anyways. So Earth. <laughs> that's right. Earth. Earth is toast. We're not worried about their currency. Yeah. What's Mars' future True. currency? That's what I want to know. Is it exactly. Legos? Oh man. Let's see. What, what were the? Uh, what was the competition of uh, Legos? The uh, why can't I think of them? Uh, Bionicles. Uh, bi- yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bionicles <laughs> tins. Oh god. I feel like Legos are so expensive now. They so, are. Have you seen like their? It's. Yeah, like the Millennium Falcons, like two hundred some dollars, something crazy like that. That's that's ridiculous. So, you know, it's so that that Millennium Falcon is much more valuable than Dogecoin (laughs) at the moment. That that much is for sure. Could could buy a lot of Dogecoin with a Lego Millennium Falcon. (laughs) That you buy your weight in Dogecoin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Next is uh, my journey of of learning all the. Uh, flags of the world um and i think i think you two wanted to to throw a few my way to see if i'm you know if i kept up my uh my studying or yeah so you know to the millions watching at home (laughs) this guy just said he took a quiz and he scored 195 out of 196 countries correct so i don't know if we're gonna stump him maybe we'll give him the one that he missed and he won't get it but we each got two just so you know, we each have two flags. We're going to show Vinny. Yeah. I'll describe he, him too. He so. does not. He's the coat of arms. He does not have any knowledge of what countries we're going to show him. And we're just going to see if he guesses them right while the pressure's on in the bright lights. See how he does. So I'm going to start and I'm going to give Vinny this flag right here. 
please describe to the viewing audience or the listening audience? Yeah. So it is, uh, there's four qu quadrants. Um, top left is, is white with a blue star in the middle. Uh, moving to the right, it's just a red, red square. Um, bottom left is a blue square. Um, bottom right is a white square with a red star right in the middle. Um, and I believe that is Panama. That is correct. Panama. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. One, one, at, for one. one for one. Whew. This is tough. This is a lot of pressure here. Marco. Oh, me. Should okay. I, should I, should I put right. my hands up so you guys know I'm not <laughs> behind my All back? Right. All right, Vinny. Wait. All right. So we have a, it's a green flag for the most part. Um, on the right, top right, there's a, a golden eagle. And in the bottom right, it it's almost like a smaller flag in verticals, red, black, gold. Um, and this country is, or this flag is representative of a country in Africa. And it is Zambia. Is that batting correct? Thousand, good. Batting a thousand. Okay. That's pretty good. Shout out to all the Zambians out there. That's a hideous flag. That looks like something I made in Microsoft Paint when I was two. Uh, be careful, Paul. I checked our anchor page. We have a ton of listeners. <laughs> a lot of Zambians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry, guys. Great, 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 great people, mediocre flag. <laughs> very, very. All right. Here's a cool flag. Not mediocre. Coming from me. Ready? Bahrain. Get that out of my face. Oh my gosh. He didn't even describe it. Anyone Sorry, listening at home, it's, it's kind of cool looking, but Vinny's a dick and didn't even say it. <laughs> so Just had to prove how smart he was. It's uh it's it's white and red. Um, and it almost looks like you use like those cool um designer scissors you had back in like elementary school that would cut like the zigzags instead of a straight line. Oh, yeah. It's almost like they they did that and put them together. But um yeah, it's a cool flag. Um it's, well, it's, you just it's shit on it. I did. I don't think I did. I think I, you know, I was waiting Marco, for that. I was waiting for that him. pitch. Stomp right, him right all here. Right, all right, you're not getting this. I, I, I am most certainly getting that. Um, oh, that man. is Slovenia. It is. I'm wow. sorry. It, it looks like the Russian flag, but there's a small crest right in the top left, and it's it's Slovenia. Yes, so, you got it. That is, that is four four. So think you would get that. Can can confirm the the journey's going well. Um, I don't know the retention. I mean, rate. We, you've reached the mountaintop. Well, we could get rid of this segment. You you're I, done. And, you've got them all. I, I want to let you know that the flag that you were looking for was um, what was it? Uh, Vanu Vanuatu, I think. Was the country Vanuatu? Vanuatu, it's like the, yeah. The tiny little uh, island country, isn't it? Yeah, right. So yeah, and none of our viewers even knew that was a country, let alone a flag. So <laughs> right, I, yeah. I think you're good. I think so, you're good. I, th I think my my next attempt is going to be capitals, which is going to be a lot tougher. Um, I'm sure you'll get there. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll need some time before we we jump into that. But uh, that's good stuff, yeah, man. Congrats, so, man. Yeah. Yeah. You have the most pointless knowledge in all of the world. That's that's exactly what I aspire to. If somebody I, ever holds a gun to my head and asks me to name the country's flags of the world, I'll be sure <laughs> to phone a friend on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for the day uh, on Jeopardy where that's that's the category, and I just run through it. Like and you just a, go. 
Yes. yes. And then that, and Just at home. It. I'm not winning any money. Like, <laughs> no, one, no one's watching me. But it doesn't matter. It's uh, good you for know. you. Yeah. So you learn something. Yeah. So with that, we're going to leave uh, all the countries of Earth and we're going to, you know, take a trip. What a segue. Uh, thank you very much. Maybe go a little bit interstellar and uh, head over to Paul's Culture Corner. Paul. That's right. Take it away. Speaking of leaving Earth, I like to say that I'm a huge fan of space, both personal and outer. So we're going to touch on the latter and we're going to go to Mars because I'm sure you've all seen it. The Mars rover Perseverance landed on Thursday and it's a big step for NASA because this is going to be a rover to discover a new part of Mars and we actually have video and audio of the landing, which is quite a feat in and of itself. So we actually have compliments of NASA on their SoundCloud page. Um, the audio of the rover on Mars capturing a Martian wind. And I'm going to play it for you. If you're very quiet, you can hear a Martian wind for the first time on this podcast. Listen in. Did you get that? I, I, I new Crest 3D and now I have to listen to a 30 second ad because I listened to an 18 second Spotify thing. I was ranting about this earlier. I can't believe I have to listen to an ad longer than the sound clip, but I won't get started on that right now. I'll, that's for another podcast episode. What do you, what do you think the first advertisement on Mars is going to be? <sighs> Who knows? Probably for the SoundCloud, M Martian <laughs> SoundCloud. So, if anyone did pick up on that, that sounds just like a wind that you would hear, you know, if you were recording a video outside, and it's like the feedback you'd get on your phone. Um, so it's it's pretty innocuous, but it's pretty cool that we attached a microphone to a rover that is going to um, explore another section of the red planet that we have been so curious about for for centuries. Um, so it's it's a pretty cool feat and and definitely something everyone should get excited about. This is this could be a precursor, NASA saying to actually putting men on Mars because um, we're going to get the mo the clearest video, audio, and and details about the conditions on the planet. And it's searching for microbial life, which we've been doing, but to try to find, you know, any, any, um, remnants of life on the planet. So very cool stuff happening in outer space, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you, you said time to be alive. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Plus with some of the, um, you know, uh, the private sector getting involved in, in space exploration, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully this, this isn't the last of, of, things that we see yeah that was gonna be my question how do you think elon responds yeah i hope he fucking responds by nuking the planet or doing some crazy shit like i you know <laughs> i have spite the the, <laughs> the competition right i mean that's what led to the space race in the 60s right it's competition yeah. from you know that was from different countries but in this case the private sector like this I think is it leads to innovation and it can only right. be a good thing. So I, I hope Elon does respond and, and we get to see more shit because yeah. it's pretty cool. I think, I think another, another uh, alien race may find this as like 
the most primitive of discoveries for civilization landing a fucking ro- right. uh, basically an RC car on Mars. Right. But um, but it's pretty cool for us, so yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah, they're they're, they're hyper jumping through space. Yeah, <laughs> we landed a an RC We're car, a Hot Wheels, yeah. <laughs> Hot Wheels car on Mars to discover like a fucking massive planet. But you know, baby steps, right? Exactly. Progress is po- progress. That's right? right. Absolutely. That's the culture corner for this week. Do you, I was gonna say? Do you think they colonize Mars in our lifetime, or like like how how far? Like, I don't know about in our lifetime. And like what's colonization? Someone's living there for a week or like someone stepping on the planet and or I would say probably spending more than, you know, like a, a couple day. of days. Yeah. Like gr- growing food and like surviving there. Yeah, probably not in our lifetime seems like it's too far off, but I don't know with competition and and you yeah. know people trying to want to do it, like there could be a future in that. Isn't there some ex like um experimental thing where you could sign up and like be on the first flight to like try to colonize Mars and, and actually live there. Like, is it really, I've heard that I've heard like an insane amount of money that you just have to be like, the. well, I guess you're, you're pretty much giving up your life, right? Like, you know, like, yeah, I I think if you live there, you're the goal is to, to die there as morbid as that sounds. So that's a, that's pretty cool though. I mean, We'll see. Hopefully, maybe Elon will start up a, another initiative to, to get people out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like that list is full of promising young men and promising young women, <laughs> which leads me to the movie minute. The segments are out of fucking control right now. <laughs> promising young woman. The segues. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. I uh. I thought of that about 15 seconds before I had to use it and I almost couldn't contain myself. I almost just blurted it out. Um, so yeah, moving, moving into the, the movie minute, um, a movie that I saw uh, probably a month ago, a couple weeks back, still relevant, um, still places to see it, but, um, promising young woman, uh, quick synopsis. It's a woman haunted by a tragedy in her past takes revenge on the predatory men unlucky enough to cross her path. Um, it was the directorial debut for her name's Emerald Fennel. Um, and as you can see by my score 88, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, stars Carrie Mulligan, who isn't really a household name at like, as of now, I'm not sure like if, if you know, the, the average movie go goer is like familiar with her. But um, she's been in a few movies, um, like to note Drive with Ryan Gosling. She was in um, Wildlife with Jake Gyllenhaal and um, Great Gatsby with with Leo. Um, and she kind of co-starred with them and, and held her own in all those three movies. So I, I think, you know, with that and with this um, addition to her uh, resume, I think it's only a matter of time before she becomes a household name. Um, going back to the movie. Um, it, it's really her carrying it most of the time. Um, supporting cast has uh, Allison Brie, Laverne Cox, and one of my favorite entertainers, Bo Burnham. Um, I don't know oh, how nice. from how from yeah. Do you guys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely know Bo Burnham. I didn't know he was yeah. like an actor, and this is a drama, right? I'm, I'm yeah. Assuming. I mean that that's another thing I, w- I want to talk about when it comes to the movie. But um, 
Yeah, so it's the the tonal shifts in this movie are, are like insane. Like it kind of like runs the gamut of being um, kind of like a thriller at some points, a comedy, a rom-com, back to like a, a horror revenge kind of, you know, um, I guess, I guess thriller again, but um, yeah, it, it, it does it in a way that's kind of jarring, but I think it's like purposeful. They kind of, the director kind of wanted you to feel on edge and kind of feel tense throughout. Um, if like I were to relate it to a movie, like um, kind of what the Safdie brothers do with good time and uncut gems, where you're kind of like tense and on the edge of your seat, like all the way throughout. Um, it's, it's pretty comparable. I would think, um, again, like I love the supporting cast. I'm a big fan of community. So like seeing, uh, Alison Brie is, that was, I think she did really well in a role. Like I said, Bo Burnham, huge fan. Um, the, there was a few like technical aspects that I really liked, um, to, to give some context. Um, one of her friends goes to like a very traumatic event, um, when they're in college and, she ends up committing suicide and spoiler it, alert. It, it happens pretty, pretty early on. Um, but it's kind of like a revenge, a little bit of revenge, like plot moving throughout. Um, and then like throughout the movie, there's, um, there's a lot of like uncomfortable scenes that I think they, they film pretty well. Um, you know, it never gets to the point where it's like, um, you know, I don't know. It, it's uncomfortable, but it's not like, yeah, you know, it's, it's well breaker. presented and it's, it's tasteful. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I guess if, if I had to, you know, say why I took some points off, I felt like sometimes the script was a, a little odd and, um, just like some little nitpicking, like flaws with like the ending and, and such, but don't want to, don't want to say too much, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I think it's available to rent on Amazon and Apple. Um, it is like, I think it's like 1999 is right now. It's the, the price for it because it's still out in theaters. Um, so, I mean, you, you can either, you know, watch it at home and think of it as, you know, going to a theater experience. It's going to run you about the same or, um, you know, going, going out to the actual theater and, uh, watching it there. Um, which is, which is what I did, but, have you guys, did you guys either, either of you two watch it yet or? No, no, I actually haven't even heard about it until this very movie minute, but I'm looking at it now. Uh, you didn't say that Christopher Mintz Ploss is in the cast, otherwise known as McLovin. McLovin. Yeah, he wow. does. He, he is, he is in the cast. Um, I won't, I won't say, I won't say any more, but. Uh, um, All right. Don't yeah. say anything. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have to check it out, but it's yeah. in theaters. Yeah, it is. It is in theaters, um, which. Kind of like bringing me to a like another point. I saw that New York is going to be opening back theaters. Uh, I think next month, um, either at twenty five or thirty percent capacity, somewhere around there, and that's going to be a really big um, deal, especially when it comes to um, these movie, uh, the huge production companies, whether or not they're going to you know stick with certain release dates that they have. Um, you know, right now, or if they're going to have to keep delaying their, 
their um their films um right like don't they know that people want to see fast and furious nine i mean they keep right. delaying and delaying it's like the fucking blockbuster of the year right yeah so best picture shoe in easily easily i mean that's that's gonna be like the godfather part two you know like they'll have seven nominations and you know four wins right. um but yeah so uh, obviously like new york's a huge market that in la um, they'll have March and April to kind of gauge interest and see, you know, if they're able to, you know, fill out these theaters. And, you know, if so, that's probably a good chance that, you know, the the, the summer blockbusters that we're hoping for, we actually do see this year. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've obviously gone to theaters I've, uh, a few times uh, in the past month or months, I guess. But uh, how about you guys? Would you guys feel comfortable going into theaters or? I... I, I did once, yeah. You know, there's like a local theater near me. Um, you know, I, it's pretty small. I know they don't, they've, I'm sure they've been getting eviscerated because of COVID. So I felt I got to support them. So I definitely. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's an important point, Marco. We should be supporting our local theaters. You know, even if they're the big chains, because everybody gets on theaters cases about how much they charge and and what a ripoff it is and people you know oh go to the dollar store and get your candy there or sneak creamed corn in a bag in your purse and i am gonna rant on this actually for a second so you know what people people blame the theaters but what people should be blaming and what they don't know is that it's the huge movie studios who charge massive percentages of the profits from the theaters, they take huge portions of profits that the theaters have no choice but to jack up prices on all their candy or else they're not going to make money. So people say, oh, I've heard they all, they make all their profits from concessions. They do because they don't have a choice otherwise. They have to. So if you like your local theater and you don't want to see it go out of business, even if it's an AMC or you know a Regal or one of the other you know big chains and it's not just Uncle Johnny's, you know, silver screen then right. you should support it because they do they that's how they make their money for sure it's not their fault either it's kind of a system that they're stuck in if you want honestly if you want to see concession prices go down this is what everyone has to do we have to pen a letter to hollywood and all the producers and directors and ceos of these labels like you know paramount pictures universal studios fox studios whatever Warner Brothers Studios, we have to say that we need to stop making fucking Fast and Furious 9s that have CGI production budgets through the fucking roof. Because the more these movies cost to make, the more that they're going to need to see at the box office to get their money back. The more they're going to have to charge their theaters. So, you know, stop making those Michael Bay Transformer mega explosion movies and stop jacking up the price, the costs of making all their movies. And they won't have to see so much on the back end to stop fucking over their theaters. So if that's what you want to do, stop watching Fast and Furiouses. That's what that's the, the best advice I could give you if you want to see candy prices go down. So there's a direct correlation between Fast and Furious movies and the bunch of crunch of price that you pay at, at AMC. So there you go. I've said what I've needed to say. It's not the theater's fault. It's the studios. So buy the candy and popcorn because it's fucking delicious. Paul laying down some straight facts. That's it. Here. That's it. It had to be Fight. said.
fighting for the little guy. It had to be I mean, said. Paul, do you want to do you want to tell us anything? Are you going to run for office? I mean, that might have just. I'm running for president of the United States. Just wow. I've got too That's much of a dark news. past. <laughs> a, check, a checkered history. Too, too many skeletons in the closet. I get canceled right away. No, um, no, but I, I'm not fighting for the little guy because I don't even think that like the movie theater right, companies right. are are little guys. Right. But definitely, if there's like a um, you know, not a chain movie theater by you, support right. it for sure because I'm sure they're struggling right now. Yep, absolutely. If you're comfortable with flying on a plane, if you're comfortable with being in a gym, a movie theater is the same thing because everyone has to keep their mask on and, and you know, I'm sure the seats are socially distanced. So Yeah, at least like the, the one I go to, you have to space out there. They're only doing right. like, you know, so much capacity. So they're doing all they can, you know, right. to stay open right. and, and still provide a product for everybody. So, right. yeah, yeah, totally agree. And if you just want to, you know, keeping the culture of going to movie theaters alive, you know, True. I feel like everyone just, because it's so convenient, you know, I can use Netflix or HBO, but you know, right. right. Yeah. There, there's still something to be said for the actual movie going experience. Um, and, you know, I think obviously some movies play better on a big screen with, you know, surround sound. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I hope it's, you know, still an integral part of society moving forward. Um, and then, um, sorry, just to get back to this, just to wrap up, um, the, the movie segment, um, I think it's probably a, a good idea, um, to just give you guys a heads up on what I'll be watching, uh, you know, throughout this week. So everybody can, you know, if you want to watch the movie prior, you guys can, um, maybe you know, we'll, we, we'll tune in Yeah, join in on discussion. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the, the two movies, that I'll be uh, watching uh, are I Care a Lot, which is on Netflix. Um, new um, kind of, I think it's a dark comedy with Roseman Pike is, is starring in it from Gone Girl. So I expect a, a pretty good performance there. And then um, Nomadland, which is on Hulu, which stars Frances McDormand, who's, you know, a world-class actress that, you know, you you'd probably know from Three Billboards or uh, Fargo. Is I think she, she uh, either was nominated or or won uh, a few awards um, from there. So those will be the two that you can expect to see next week. So you know if you want to, um, you know, uh, scale your opinions uh, to mine and to the other guys, you know, jump in and watch. I like it. Cool. Moving on, Marco. It is your time to shine with your joke of the week. Okay. So this joke is. More of a factoid, I guess. It's, it's, it's funny. It's very fitting to the theme of this uh, podcast, but I didn't do that on purpose. It just happened to be like that. <clears throat> all right. So, fun fact. All the planets in our solar system are named after Greek gods, except for Earth, which is named after all that stuff on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where they got the name. <laughs> what's, what's that called? That's, that's, that's Earth over there. Hmm. We'll call that like our it. planet. Like <laughs> oh. Well done. That, that, was, that was it. I like it. And I like how you, yeah, it was very germane to the, the that's podcast. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, I never thought about that. All the planets are named after Greek gods or Roman gods. 
but Earth. Yeah. That's is that that's because they like worship the planets as like you know the gods, like humans did. I'm saying talking about an ancient you know Roman or Greek ancient Greek times. How come Earth didn't get a cool name? Like you're you're asking that. And, and who named the planets anyway? Hey 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 Paul. I, the choir. I, I I found your what I learned this week for next week. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'll get on it. I'll get on it. Speaking uh speaking of, oh, what I learned this week. It's our uh, our next segment. Uh, does anybody want to go first? I have to write down mine for next week. Here, who, who named the planets? Okay. I let one of you guys go real quick. I'll go real quick. I was watching, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen the Boeing flight from Denver that had an emergency engine failure, and um, it had a piece of the engine fall to the ground in some guy's front lawn, and uh, and it turned out that everything everything was safe. The pilot actually turned the plane around, landed back at the Denver airport. Um, another thing to bring up. Is you guys know about the conspiracies with Denver Airport, buddy? Do I? Oh my goodness! We'll get into that another time because we could talk about a whole podcast on that. But weird that it took off from Denver. Anyway, landed back at Denver, and um, I think I have some I have some video too that I can. Uh, uh, yeah, so a, I'll preface it. A couple minutes into the flight, um, the engine fa- one of the engines failed on the plane, and. The, the pilot was equipped to handle it and landed it, but the people on the plane just saw the engine on the wing literally on fire. Um, so this is the clip right here. I mean, if you're seeing this on the flight, you are praying to the only God you know for a safe touchdown because that is pretty terrifying stuff. So I learned this week that – there is such a thing called an uncontained engine failure and a contained engine failure. So this engine looked like it blew up. And what's dangerous about when the engine blows up like that in an uncontained failure, there could be pieces that get launched out. So there's huge metal blades in there. If you've ever walked up on the outside of a plane, there's huge metal blades in that engine that can get launched at hundreds of miles an hour and, you know, go flying into the plane or wherever. So, this was actually a contained engine failure. So it was it was safe and the pilots could still land the plane without a problem. I mean, safe as it can get. But um, what you saw on that guy's front lawn, I'm sure, that huge metal ring was the containment of the engine. So it all fell within that metal piece landed on the guy's lawn and i think another piece landed like in a nearby park that was actually empty because there was you know it was was cold and it was snowy but like if it was in the summer there could have been more people there so i mean not you don't want to see this happen but like i learned that there's you know there's a lot of like safety measures in engine failures and and just aviation in general like it's pretty well for an engine exploding right when you take off and to have no casualties, yeah. no fatalities, the plane yeah. landed safe. And like the worst thing that happened when, was this metal containment ring on the engine fucking landed in the guy's pickup truck and smashed into right. a million pieces. That's not bad. That's a pretty good day. That's a pretty yeah. good day for Boeing. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. That, that is that is very small compared to what, what, what could have happened. Uh, small potatoes. Yeah. 
I'm, th- I'm thinking of like the Breaking Bad <laughs> episode where the I think I think the plane explode or what? Yeah, they ran into each other. They ran. Right? That's what happened. Yeah, and they yeah yeah ended up like with uh, that stuffed animal in the in the pool and and all that stuff. So yeah, no, compared to what it could have been, that is uh is certainly. You know, I hope the thumbnail for this picture on YouTube on this podcast is just <laughs> me doing that. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll find a way to make it so. <laughs> don't don't you worry. I do. You guys want me to go next, or Margaret? Do you want to uh, take it I, away? I can. Yeah, yeah, I can take it away. Okay. Uh, so uh, I guess what I learned this week is that Governor Wolf is pushing for the legalization of marijuana in PA for 2021. Uh, oh. Or is the kids like to call it jazzy cabbage? It's a <laughs> I heard. That, that, uh, that is what the kids are saying. Yeah, yeah. It's Gen, Gen Z. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I think, you know, it seems like a good idea. It could be a great way to stimulate the economy. Uh, so New Jersey just legalized it recreationally, correct? Do you know? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very recently. So I got to imagine bordering states have to be quick to jump on board because one, they're going to see neighboring states with more tax revenue, but also like, what's the rules if you were to go buy an ounce in New Jersey and then drive five minutes over the bridge yeah, to yeah. PA? Is and that then interstate you- commerce? Right, right. Yeah. Isn't there an amendment, a constitutional yeah. amendment that governs that kind of shit? I don't know, yeah. but I think it'd be, a, yeah, it'd be a good thing. That's a good point. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the only thing I could think think of that could be bad is, or just, the, okay, the people that sell, you know, weed and other drugs now are going to be, you know, should have Yeah, they're, they're on an unemployment, but they weren't exactly gainfully employed <laughs> before that. So that, That's true. I, One thing that should follow suit whenever these things happen is, um, like, work on the uh, – Nonviolent criminals charged with possession yeah. or, you know, even yeah. small scale distribution, like I work on giving them, you know, whatever yeah. lesser sentences or pardons or yeah. whatever has to happen. I think that's certainly one of like the bigger blemishes mm-hmm. of, of this country mm-hmm. of, of how that's kind of been handled, you know. Right. Yeah. No, I I think that's his other initiative to try to rectify or change. Be a little bit more progressive with with those kind of laws. Because I I know like there's there's some European cities that are, you know, um, you know, pretty like laissez faire when it comes to most drugs. And even if you are, um, if you kind of have them on you, I think they they're more likely to offer like um, like rehab services, you know, more than they are to like, you know, any, right. well, any I think that's be tied into the whole, the whole penal system in other countries yeah. as compared to America. It's not about rehabilitation yeah. in America. Like it's kind of, kind of like a profit making machine for here. sure. For sure. Yeah. But that's another talking point we'll get to. I mean, also, we'll get to. Also, we're going to get to uh, why weed is legal in the first, illegal in the first place. Because there's a story there too as well. So we've got content coming up in the next po- couple podcasts. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Vinny, what, what do you got it's for easy. what do we learn? All right. So I coming coming in, uh, I had one. It, it's not much of a what I learned this week, but, you know, something that I, I chuckled with. And I think it's like good uh, to gain perspective. 
you know, and I think this, this, uh, this thing I found on the internet did just that. And then I actually did find uh, something as uh, right before we recorded. So I have two things. Um, so the one is just some guy on the internet with like almost like a shower thought, you know what I mean? Uh, so uh, it goes, since hot dogs are basically just pureed meat stuffed inside an animal intestine, a hot dog doesn't stop being a hot dog even after we eat it. Just becomes We just become the new hot dog casing, and that makes us, in a way, hot dogs as well. That's the most disgusting thing yeah, I've ever I, heard. I don't want to eat hot dogs. <laughs> so that, that was going to be one of my questions. When's the last time you guys have had a hot dog? Because it's, it's probably going to be the last time you guys have one. Yeah, I don't, I don't want uh, It's been a while, and I don't want one. I, I think just on a perspective front, like if, if you're ever feeling like overwhelmed or like, you know, very stressed, just remember that, you know, you're, you're basically just a hot dog. You're just all on hot a, dogs on a, on a floating rock. That is you're like, all hot dogs. <laughs> just out there. Hot dogging. <laughs> exactly. Like you, you don't, nothing really matters. You know, you know don't, just, don't they say you should have, no, I agree with that, but don't they say you should have like one hot dog a year? No. Le- <laughs> less, less. Or- <laughs> No, I've heard that like they're so bad for you. Like you're, you should try to have one or like a couple hot dogs a year. And then right. I think about Joey Chestnut, the world record hot dog eating holder, eating like a hundred in one sitting, and his or, his organs just going. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no, dude! Do you see the Japanese guy? Do you know what I'm talking? Is that the, Kobayashi? Kobayashi. Yeah, dude, he has a freaking six pack, and I, I don't like, know how he. I know, but his insides must be so sad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's let's, let's like, drill into that six pack and see what's actually going on under the hood. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like oh, it would yeah. be hot dog casing would just start coming. Oh out. god. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, but, uh, no, I actually like that though. Like kick kickstart your like your system. You know, like throw a hot dog in there. Just make sure you're still like sharp and every everything's on its toes. It's like yeah. the people who like don't think you should use hand sanitizer. Just like playing in dirt and like you know eat and eat dirt and shit. yeah, like, strengthen okay. your immune system that way. Yeah. It's, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, all right, and then so moving to my second one, um, I learned maybe an hour ago that the streets of Pakistan just got a lot safer <laughs> because they are instituting rollerblading cops. And I have a video. I want to pull Roller it up. Rollerblading cops. I mean, that is just, that's next gen. And no, no longer are we, we doing the whole foot pursuit. It is, it is now just, Oh God. <laughs> Wow, rollerblading! Oh, they're so bad at skating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they gotta they gotta get trained. But I mean, look. <laughs> what happens if you see that coming <laughs> look, at you? Dude? Look! Oh, look at this! <laughs> Wait, this dude can't get down steps. He couldn't even move. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Why does he need the gun if he catches up to him in two seconds? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think that's another. <laughs> So basically, they're they're just hoping that every single criminal is going down a smooth, concrete, paved <laughs> surface. Because if yeah. not, you yeah. are fucked. A word to criminals: uh, try to find the nearest field. Yeah, <laughs> and, and run in there. Look at this man. It's like he's playing Fortnite or something. <laughs> that looks like couple skate hour at the at the Roller Palace. Look at them all dancing around. That's good stuff. 
Yeah, that is, uh, it's incredible. You know, yeah. we, we, we talked about how the, the U S is, is trying to progress, you know, with their legal system and their law enforcement. And, you know, I think, I think Pakistan's just a little bit further ahead. Yeah, seriously. I was going to say we're living in 2021. They're living in 3021. Seriously. Yes. So well done. Well done to our, our friends, uh, you know, over there in the East. That's right. So that wraps up what we learned this week. Um, what do you, what do you guys, you know, I've, anything got, else? I've got one thought I want to bring up yeah. before we finish. I was talking about the Boeing flight from Denver to Hawaii that had an engine failure a few minutes in. They landed the plane back at Denver. Could you imagine they rebook you on a flight to Hawaii <laughs> and they go, here, we got another plane for you. <laughs> Could you imagine? At, yeah, how, right. I don't know if I'd ever fly again. Right? No. Uh, I think like – as soon as that plane rolls in to like its port where, where you go in, I'm like going up to the glass and like inspecting both sides of the engine just to make sure, see where, see where right. everything looks. But Right. That's e- crazy, man. E- even going back to the guy who was like sitting there taking that video, like how long until you like alert, like hit the little button at the top right next to the air to like alert the status. It's like, uh, I mean, they're busy right uh, now. Like, yeah. I, I see the engines blowing up. Could I get a diet Coke? Yeah. Ice. I, listen, I, I know you got the snacks coming. Just whenever you have a, a second. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I, I, I another know. bag of mini pretzels. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if the pilot, does the pilot know about ooh, over on the does wing it, over there? It's, it's, it's supposed a, to happen. There's a flaming inferno underneath yeah. the wing. Yeah. <laughs> so just goes to show you, you never know what's going to happen. So enjoy every moment and listen to the uniquely average podcast. Couldn't have said it better right. myself. Thanks boys. See you around. See you guys. Peace. See ya.